Would you rather have Hanrabo or heroin? <laughs> um, let's let's face it, Haribo is healthier than heroin. Yes. But by, by how much? But what if you're a vegetarian? You're only left with the heroin choice. <laughs> Hi, my name is John, and I definitely did not meet on the Jalili this week. <laughs> and I'm John, and I've probably been to more than twenty countries. I'm not John, and this is Would John Rather. This is a podcast where I ask two people called John would they rather questions, and with little or no prior knowledge or knowledge in general on the subject, they attempt to answer them, and then I judge a winner, which I've normally decided before I ask the question. So we're on episode 16, I think, isn't it, gents? 16 or 17. It's episode 16 six- lifetimes. It's episode 16. That just goes to prove just how little they know. Um, I'd like to just do a little shout out just to thank the two Twitter followers that I lost this week, bringing my count down to 10. So uh, I know I normally do this in the middle of the episode, but please follow me. It's getting lonely and apparently the numbers are going in the opposite direction. So at would Jay rather, please, uh, please follow me. Please tweet at me. Help me out with some questions. I'm, I'm running thin of things to keep it fresh. And I think the boys are generally getting bored of the things I have to ask. But we'll find out. I've got 33 followers and none of them care. This is really annoying. I'm up to <laughs> DM some of them. Slide into their DMs. I try. You know, if I get lucky, I might have an affair out of it. You know. <laughs> I tried to uh, message a group of friends arranging a date that we could all play a computer game online together earlier. And I tried to take the piss out of the kids and say like, oh, on fleek, on DMs and absolute ream and things like that. And every single word I tried to type after I hit send, my phone autocorrected to a real word. So it went from sounding like absolute nonsense to even more like absolute nonsense because it was just a load of collectively real words in a random order. So that just shows, uh, shows how down with the kids I am not. But let's change that. Are you ready for the first question? No. Good. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, that Podcasting is ending early this week. What was that, John? podcast ends early this week <laughs> John, John, John's not ready we're losing Twitter the Twitterers Twitter twi- we're losing twats left right and centre so <laughs> let's dive right in as always would you rather be able to breathe underwater or always have a pen on you I'd obviously rather always have a pen on me because you never know when you're going to think of a pun that you need to say at a later date First of all, already negative points for you. Puns shouldn't be pre-prepared. They should be on-the-spot reactions. You can't you can't be a proactive punist unless you're a famous one on stage. Well, maybe that's what I aspire to. Don't don't talk down my aspirations. I can't imagine you on stage in front of a group of people. I think you'd freeze up. You'd be like one of those lizards that stops moving. I'll have you know that in my key stage two play. I was Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk, and I won a standing ovation from a rapturous audience. That just goes to show your ego there, that you think you won a standing ovation. It was probably for the entire cast, but... No, no. I was the main part. (laughs) (laughs) I think you find the Beanstalk is the main part. You were just the idiot who sold your cow for magic beans, which you probably would do in real life. So I think you've been typecast there. Beans? What sort of beans? He remembers his lines. He remembers his lines from two decades ago. (laughs) 
My name is Jack and I live here at Skinflint Farm with my mother. Have you seen my mother? You'll know if you see her. She looks like this. And that's at the point where I pull a face. Anyway, let's carry on with this. <laughs> but for anyone that's lost track, it's uh, would you rather breathe underwater or always have a pen on you? I need some T's and C's. Right, breathing underwater. Um, if I go down and decide I'm going to go have a look around the Titanic, am I going to go to the service and get the bends? If I just do it in one trip, or am I going to do like stage trips like you would do if you're diving normally, breathing normal oxygen? Yes, you would still need the, still need equipment and things to deal with the pressure, but you can breathe underwater. So you're basically asking me, do I want to pay for scuba gear or not pay for scuba gear? Wow. <laughs> So it's falling down to because if I can breathe underwater, but I get crushed, and I've got to do stage like ascents back to the surface, then I might as well just get scuba gear and not not worry about like trying to drink drink my cup of water and end up breathing it in instead. Well, that that's a lot of hassle, and also you're thinking of just the seas. You know, you could clear rivers, you could go diving for treasure in lakes, and you could you could be an excellent um, lifeguard. Yeah, but who wants to swim? Like, if, have I got a set of gills or am I breathing it through my mouth? Because if I'm breathing it through my mouth, I am not going in a river because the amount of turds and shopping trolleys and tetanus that I'd probably pick up is, is un- unreal. You could get a job in an aquarium. Ah, oh, sold. I'll do that. I mean, you didn't have much choice as to what one you had to pick anyway. So I did your job for you as to... Why it would be a benefit. Either way, John's gone with the pen. But um, very negative this week. Very negative. Not not liking this uh, attitude. Because you've gone, right, do you want an amazing talent or do you want something that can be achieved with a tank of oxygen and some hosing? An amazing talent to always have a pen on you. <laughs> you used to work for Staples, you absolute walnut. Just buy some pens. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that the pen is mightier than the sword, which the is why the talks about is breathing underwater is mightier than the pen, but that doesn't happen unless you're a fish. Which is which is why I will be using my pen to enter the gladiator arena, and I will come out on top, the mightiest warrior of all, because is I have cause... a pen. No one can disarm all times. No one can because no matter if they took it off me, I would always have one. That's my talent. Ah. Do you know what? Do you know what else pens are really useful for? Writing. Mm, close, but no cigar. Uh, they're also really useful for pressing really small buttons from a distance of about five centimeters. <laughs> How big's your pen? <laughs> I've decided I'm going to be Val Kilmer and I'm going to be in Waterworld. So when the rest of you are all flooded and living off a big oil rig boat thing with Jack Black, I will be free diving and loving life and raiding your houses because I can breathe underwater and it's all cool. You actually just reminded me of a really great story that I heard recently. Uh, It was actually about a pencil, but we can just change the word to pen. It's quite easy. We'll just cross out the other letters with our pen. And... It was about a giant pen where they would give someone, they were given it as a gift and they were like, 
what the hell am I going to do with this giant pen? It's it's massive, it's like half a meter big. Uh, but they decided they would keep it on them at all times, and they went into uh, a lecture theatre with uh, this giant pen in their bag. And then some one day, somebody the the perfect opportunity arose, and somebody asked, "Oh, does anyone have a spare pen? I've forgotten mine." And then they just get they go, "Ah, yes, yes, I do." Got out the giant fifty centimeter pen and. The person who's just asked for it has realised I either have to take the pen or I have no other option in this silent lecture hall. And they said they always took the pen. I hate those giant pens because I had one and I took it apart. And inside is the same size ink-like capsule as in a normal pen. (laughs) (laughs) But the... That's the beauty of it. You need to always have a pen on you so that you don't get caught out by this elaborate prank. That'd be the worst thing that could happen to you. You'd be condemned to use a giant pen in front of everyone. I think I'd like to breathe underwater because I've got my life together and I don't need to always keep a pen on me and like proactively do it because I live in a house where I know where all my pens are. At work, I have a top pocket in my overalls, which has got a marker the marking things on metal on plastic, highlighting things that other people might need to look at on many aircraft surfaces, and I've also got a pen for signing my work off. Uh, if I don't have a pen on me, because I've lent it to someone, someone else has always got a pen on me, and there's sort of a circle of pens. They they come and go. They I think we've got like five engineers and like four pens, so they make their way around, but I spoke to the friendly storeman and got myself my own pen, so I may be devoid of that travelling sisterhood of the travelling engineer pens or whatever it is that's sort of of what's happening at the moment at work I just I can't see how my life would be such a shambles that I I think I really I really always need to have a pen on me I can't I can't live my life without a pen do you know do you know why having a pen is better than being able to breathe underwater because actually having a pen means you can breathe underwater if you have one of those big pens where you can take off both ends you could then use it like a, a snorkel. You You're go. only breathing underwater. You'd happen to be underwater breathing through a straw. Yeah, just made your so, talent completely any, pointless. Any depth of more than 10 centimetres and you are sucking in water. Hey, I just told you I have a 50 centimetre pen. And how, right, with, with your pen in your mouth pointing upwards, how are you going to like search the bottom of the, the moat in the castle that you live in in London? <laughs> or for those magic coins that people have thrown away? I'm ready for a decision now. Yeah, you don't. You, it's just a regular pen you get, John. You're not allowed to just go. Ah, I, I need to get to work and everything's late. Let me just pull out my pen that is also a fighter jet. It's not. You you don't control any properties of the pen. It's just a standard pen, a standard clicky ballpoint pen. So if or I'm going to get crushed, I'm going to go down to a thousand meters. And if I'm going to get the pens, then John has to have a normal goddamn biro. You can't even be like a Parker. You can still turn that into a snorkel. And then what do you do with the, the like the cartridge of the pen? It, does it go in your pocket and then get ruined when you go in the water? Jeez, then your pen's your pen is just a plastic tube. Who's got pockets when they're going underwater? My swim shorts have all got pockets. Touche. So are you, are you announcing to the world that you wear budgie smugglers? No, I don't wear anything. You go skinny dipping, you scoundrel. Fair enough. I, 
I, I don't know. I don't want to know where he's going to keep his pen at all times if he goes skinny dipping. And I need to borrow a pen off of him. <laughs> where is this Just pen? Look, you wouldn't need to borrow a pen if you always had one. No, but if we had to borrow yours and you had several, you'd get a line of 100 people asking for pens and you'd always have one on you. And they'd yeah, run away with it. Where would I you produce these pens from? I could hold it against them. Use them for favours. Yeah, you you had a strong start there, John, with the pen, but I'm afraid you started to flake towards the end. Roughly around the time you told us that extremely long story about a big pen. Um, <laughs> whereas, whereas, John, you went in the opposite direction. You started off very negative, and even That's though... because I... you always put stupid restrictions on what I want. <laughs> They're not stupid restrictions. I said you could breathe underwater, not you were impervious to pressure. It's still an extremely useful talent. Or you could buy scuba gear. Yeah, and the other option was good. Right, pens win. I'd rather always have a pen than breathe underwater. Yeah. You just couldn't do it, could you, John? It couldn't be positive. Breathing underwater would be incredible, even if you could only dive down to, say, 20 metres. And you're a registered scuba diver. That's true. But I I, I earned that qualification. And if I could just breathe underwater, it'd be for nothing. (laughs) <laughs> I also have learned how to use pens right so do you want a, do you want a fucking medal <laughs> no just want to always have a pen I think unofficially we all know what I think should have won however I'm awarding the win to always have a pen on you just through pure negativity it's supposed to be pro your choice pro your choice so I've been extremely positive and I really dislike that the one time I'm stupidly positive about something, you award it because the other guy's been more negative. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask, please, please tweet at me with uh, reasons that you should be happy that you could breathe underwater because John's clearly not buying it and it sounds fantastic. But tweet at me, would Jay rather, or tweet at him? What's your handle, John? Mine is John Would Rather. Um, no H because I don't deal with H's. I heard they're secretly racist. Uh, and you can write to me using a pen. I live at number one, London. No, please tweet at him at John with an H would rather. John would rather tweet at him any picture of any pen. doesn't have to be a special pen, just a pen. I'm really looking forward to if we get suddenly shit ton of listeners in years to come that your Twitter explodes with pictures of pens because no one's listened to this episode for like four years. And you're going... Why is everyone sending me pictures of pens? Matt, I'm getting notifications every three minutes and I'm trying to raise my child or raise this field of wheat, whatever it is your plans hold for your future. <laughs> right, so can we have a bit more positivity here, John? And John, maybe bring it down a notch. That was a bit too positive. You're a bit too excited about having a pen. <laughs> let's, let's level this out, guys. Right, I'm so, doing nothing but positive. Okay. Would you rather have a spoon or a fork? I'd rather have a fork because people use spoons to make heroin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, I appreciate um, the hesitation between the two of you. I'm just, I'd love to know why that was your first thought. <laughs> Well, you told me I was being too positive. Yeah? 
I can turn it on and off like no one's business. Like like I'm on heroin. So, so, so yeah, so just in case anybody in the audience isn't familiar, why are you so against heroin, John? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it puts a real downer on people's lives. And the thing is, if, if you didn't have heroin, you wouldn't have the wonderful Danny Boyle film that is Train Spotting. Yeah, you also is, wouldn't. What's his name? Who played Obi Wan? Um, Ewan McGregor. He wouldn't have had his big break if he wasn't in Train Spotting. And he's a national hero because he rode across the whole world on a motorbike. I didn't know Ewan McGregor was on the big break. No, he had his big break. He wasn't with oh. John John Parrott and Terry Virgo. Are we talking about the big breakfast now? With Zig and Zag? Yeah. Yeah, you and you McGregor was never I... on the big breakfast, John. No, oh my God. And so it was Chris Evans, <laughs> the guy that played Captain America. Do you know what one of my greatest <laughs> talents is? One of my greatest Cooking talents. Cooking heroin? No, I can still remember the phone number for the big breakfast. Go on. Oh, eight, nine, one, thirty-three, ninety-nine, fifty-five. Uh, yeah. Did you, did you write that down with your pen? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I'm going to talk about spoons because spoons are a very, <laughs> very, very useful I hope utensil. That's a, a soundbite someday. I'm going to talk about spoons. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, if you think Cockneys and uh, Pearly King and Queens, they play spoons. They use it as a musical instrument. It's not just a stabbing utensil. You can do so whoa, much whoa, more whoa, than whoa, just... Whoa, 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 whoa. When, when have you ever stabbed anyone with a spoon? No, I, I was saying that spoons are more useful and versatile than oh. a stabbing implement. I thought you said that spoons are more than a stabbing implement. That's no, fine. I'm, I'm slightly putting down forks and also being out spoons. So I'm, I'm taking one from John and giving myself one as well. I'm try, trying to do that, but you're interrupting again. Well, I'm, I'm comparing. I will not talk for five minutes. I will leave you both to it starting now. I don't know if I can talk about spoons and forks for five minutes. Well, you know what you can do? You can fork off and let me talk about spoons. Go on, then. All right. Okay. I'm going to go to my kitchen right now because I'm going to talk about all the different spoons because you get different types of spoons. You get different sizes. And forks, you only really get the one off because it just does one job and it's, it's you know, it's adequate. It does its job. But if it did its job so well, why didn't the people from Asia use the fork as well rather than chopsticks. They do use spoons in Asian culture to serve and they also use them for soup because you can't use a fork for soup. So your plan of, of eventually saying, well, the fork is the most logical option for dining is irrelevant because there's a massive, massive population that don't use forks, but they still use spoons because it I, does its job incredibly well. I've I got wooden spoons here for stirring. I've got a nice big ladle here for serving. I've got nice big spoons for desserts. I've got teaspoons. I've got tablespoons. I've got measuring spoons. What have you got? Pitchforks. Uh, what, three prongs or four? I, I okay, was actually... all the hay you eat. <laughs> for chasing you spoon fanatics out of town. Well, if you're going to chase me out of town using a pitchfork, you've actually only got half the equipment you need because you need a flaming torch. So if, if you're claiming that a pitchfork is amazing, it's not, because it only does half the job. Whereas a spoon is a spoon is a spoon. It does the job it should do every time. You, you can't argue with efficiency like that. 
even even your biggest manliest type of fork, a hoik around hay bales, isn't adequate for the job of it's not... chasing monsters out from the town. Oh, let 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 it be known that a pitchfork is not the manliest type of fork. A I have fork. a fork lift. Not only am I going to drive you out of town with my pitchfork, I'm going to literally lift you up with a fork, and I'm going to drive you out of town. Do you have a license for that? <sighs> Not yet, but that's, that's, that's literally the point of this. I would rather have a fork lift license than be able to use a spoon. I think Not John needs to interject and put some restrictions on what the hell is going on. <laughs> I, I would love to try and see you eat a bowl of soup with a fork lift. You're just jealous because you can't use a spoon to manage your warehouse. If we're going to talk about industrial spoons, are we going to talk about, like, excavators? Because they spoon out massive mounds of earth. <laughs> no, we're, we're not. We're not going down that route. We're not We're not going to hand me the victory for a fleet of JCBs. No, because they're not even spoons. A forklift's not even a forklift. You can take the forks <laughs> off a forklift and put a cherry pick on the front of it. Oh, that's genius. Ah, I, I think this is going to settle the argument once and all. Um... What is a particularly good thing to have on holiday? Ice cream. I, th- I think ice cream's on the list. Is good things for holiday. You can eat can ice you cream serve... with a fork. No, can you serve ice cream with a fork? No, you can't. <laughs> you have an ice cream scoop, which is a modified spoon, and it does the job wonderfully. And you get a nice spherical orb of creamy, goodly loveliness. Whereas if you were going to use a fork on it, you'd, you'd just rake the top of the ice cream. It'd be awful. Um. I think I have actually I have actually seen uh, there is a thing called an ice cream fork. Um, they're a bit like a spork, but they're mostly forks. So you could yeah you can you can actually take a fork and kind of give it a rounded edge and make it perfectly useful for serving ice cream. And five minutes. <laughs> five minutes is up. I hope you've missed me. Uh, that was that was difficult. First of all, I really like the bit, John, where you said a spoon is a spoon is a spoon. I'm glad you clarified that. Um, <laughs> I like the bit where you contradicted yourself then and said that a JCB was a spoon. No. <laughs> and and a forklift is a fork. Yeah. Come on. Stare in the title, mate. <laughs> um, and and as well, you can use a fork to serve ice cream. I've had to do it at work before. And also, a knife if you've got Vionetta. But an ice cream scoop does do a better job. Is it a spoon? Is it not a spoon? I mean, the, the, the question is, if it's a spoon, that's the test, isn't it? Would Yuri Geller right, be so able to bend it? That's a good question. Um, so you, you're going to let him have a forklift, which is an industrial <laughs> machine used for lifting things as a forklift, but I'm not allowed an ice cream scoop as a spoon. <laughs> Correct. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I did listen. It was quite nice having five minutes of silence. You might have to, not all the time, but maybe every now and then call me and say we need five se- seconds of silence to hash this out so I can just listen. It was very interesting listening. And spoons win. Spoons are better than forks. All in all, life, I think, would be harder if the spoon didn't exist in the fork. I, I can't think of a meal as if we go into the basic use of that I've ever had where I couldn't use a spoon and a knife. 
where I could only use a fork and a knife. So I see. Yeah. So you, you didn't appreciate my my chopstick bit. Yeah, I think that that sealed it early on for you. When you brought in the JCB diggers, I was getting a bit hesitant, but he had four lifts. Yeah, but like, we've been over this, John. But you did step away and agree. You know what? Okay, fine. It's got fork there. You came to that conclusion yourself, so I don't know why you're arguing with me now. Can I can I be like really obscure and go with uh, the Honda tuners from Japan spoon? They tune Civics like mentally and lots of horsepower and coilovers and big tires and stuff. So could I could I claim that a car tuner is a spoon because that's the name of the company? I'm going to give you some advice which. I've been told many times and I've not paid attention to, so I wouldn't blame you for not paying for not listening to me. But you made this mistake in the first round and many times over the past 16 episodes. I've already announced you win. I'd quit while I was ahead. Thanks for the win, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) While I was saying it, when John's going to take this as extremely patronising or get my point, and I'm not sure where this is going. But, uh, I'm nothing but positive with the result. Thank you yeah. very much. No problem at all. Thank you. It was uh, was an interesting to debate on cutlery. So I have a question for you, not John. <gasps> Gasp! What a, what a plot twist! <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like John's frantically scribbling out. Would you rather have a spoon or a fork? And going shit, I need to think of something. <laughs> need to think of something quickly because I just announced to the whole world of all our listeners, that I've got a question. So, my question to you, not John, is would you rather be Luigi or Wario? You said Wario, correct? Correct. See, my initial response is Luigi. Luigi's a bit shit, though. He is, but game-wise, he's much better than Wario. However, if we're talking about there's a lot more games that feature Wario than there is Luigi. A lot more. So he gets more airtime, but then again, he's also a villain. So, I mean, would I rather be the main villain or the secondary hero? That's really the question that you're asking. And He's a villain who just wants, he just wants to get a good night's sleep. Yeah, it was never really explained properly why he's a villain. I don't think he's done anything wrong. I'm I'm gonna go with Wario because I mean I'm gonna have to do a little bit of research while I'm talking, but you know I don't really remember him doing anything wrong. He's just portrayed as this villain, and I mean it. I like Luigi. I think he's underrated. He's always you know the the younger brother, the player too, and he doesn't get as much airtime as his big brother Mario. But I'd still rather be the main attraction than the sideshow. Do you know why he's not the main attraction? Why? If you remember back to the Game Boy days, because Luigi's not a doctor, Mario is a doctor. Oh, yeah. So people uh, have a lot more respect at a base level. They're like, Luigi, what have you been up to? Uh, I went around the hoarded house of the vacuum cleaner for a bit and didn't get a sequel. I like his colour scheme. I like that he's in yellow and purple. He's got his own games, which are very similar to Mario games. He was only really the bad guy once. Yeah. I don't claim to have played all the games, but I only remember him being the bad guy in one, Mario and the Six Golden Coins, which I had on the Game Boy, and I don't even remember why he was the bad guy. 
he didn't. I'm pretty sure he didn't steal Princess Peach or Daisy or anything like that. I mean, I think he's just a bit misunderstood. Like I said, I really like the yellow and the purple combination. Um, he's got his own spin-off actual games and side games. And I feel a bit bad for Waluigi as well, because Waluigi has never appeared in a mainstream game. He's always been just an extra character in Mario Tennis or Mario Kart or Mario Golf, Mario Party. But he's never actually been in a Mario game. He was just created for that sole purpose, which just makes me think that maybe Wario is a bit lonely. So maybe I could help him uh, get out there, do a bit of charity work, get his name fixed. He's not really done anything. You know what help his reputation is getting mentioned on a slightly up to your podcast. That would definitely help. But yeah, I, I feel sorry for both of them because they're both clearly overshadowed. But I think I feel more sorry for Wario and think he needs a bit more support. I mean, maybe not every time, but you know when people think of Mario, they think of Luigi. Probably don't always think of Wario. So it's a bit it's a bit sad when he's a, he's a great great guy all in his own rights. I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> I just remember one. I think when I the first game that I ever got, I think was Wario Land, and it was on a Game Boy Color. Where and, you press B and he like shoulder barge through walls and things. Yeah, and I just remember I I had an instant kind of fondness for him because all he wanted to do was just have some peace and quiet and somebody's turned on a giant tap inside his mansion why have they done that the poor guy he just he just wants to go to sleep and somebody's flooded his house with a big old tap yeah so no you were right to go with wario because that's the right answer well done oh, thank you thank you very much oh that's a uh, one win for john one win for john and one win for me it's a very nice week it's been episode 16 I think that's all there is to say on that matter. So, yeah. You, you could you could say it's been a very nice episode. I'm not giving you any props for that because I know that you came up with that days ago, wrote it down, and we're just waiting <laughs> yeah. for the right opportunity. Just waiting for us to have an episode about cutlery. Exactly. Well, that's all we've got time for this week. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. I've been John, and I just used my last pun. I've also been John, and I'm out of puns as well. We'll try harder next week. And I've been not John, and fork the lot of you. Bye, everyone. See you soon. I can see you've played nice and spoon before.